Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Banter. Uh, it's Mitch Brown here with my boys. Eric Heisman. Jack Thompson. And uh, we are looking forward to teeing this off. Uh, what, do we, what do we got cooking today, JT? So we're going to be honest with you. Last week we sat down and we were going to record an episode on words and etymology we don't really know. We ended up getting about 10 minutes in and it lost its wheels and we uh, kind of... It was had, a flop. Yep. It was a flop. Had to, had to toss her out. So We lost our vibe. <clears throat> so we were kind of bummed out. Or I, It's yeah. fair to say that we were all pretty bummed out. Um, that's never happened to this crew. It is the first time that we have... Which is pretty yeah. remarkable. I mean, we failed, but nothing quite as awful as this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Sunday I was doing my homework, and I was thinking about school-related things, and banter came across my mind, and I was like, well, we got to record something. Well, and I mean, we can't just let this. We got to get another episode. And we because can't we just, got we got Thanksgiving, up, right? And know? we can't just let this knock us down and define us. No, and absolutely. so um, I texted. We have a banter group message, and I said, "How about we do an episode on failure? Because I think that's something we can all talk about. We all have a fairly recent uh, encounter with failure. It's Everyone pretty fresh. Does. Everyone yeah. has. I mean, failure happens mm-hmm. and, all the time. And uh, I think it's a very human thing to talk about. So. It fits in our model. All right. Well, so you guys know me. I'm I'm the question guy. Question Worked up guy. a few questions here for you. So first, what does it mean to fail? Not necess- I don't want to hear it in your words, but I want to hear it in what it means to, from society's point Dictionary of definition? Fail. Let's hear it. we got to get the dictionary Jack. definition of failure is... The lack of success or the omission of expected or required action. Uh, I agree yeah. with that yeah. because, you know, sometimes uh, like a failure is different for different people. Mm-hmm. If you want to get to a certain level of something and then I have lower expectations for that and I reach your level of failure, but it's not mine, you know, then and I still succeed somewhat. But then you're like, oh, no, that's terrible. Like if you get a C on a test that you've been studying for, but. I get a C and I'm super happy with it that you're mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not going to get into college. Nah. My name's Mitch. Nah. Okay, guys, stop. Stop making fun. <laughs> anyway, well, when I when I say in your own words here, I mean um, what kind of thing, like what does it mean to fail? Because, you know, we're, we're told that we fail a lot of things. but mm-hmm. <coughs> and, and I think <coughs> I think that the definition lack of success, that's interesting because mm-hmm. – it's not really anything. It's just the lack <laughs> yeah. of something, the yeah. lack of success, which, which I guess makes sense. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Failure in my mind would probably would yeah lack lack of success. Okay. Not not it's not because it's a lot easier like not doing what I expected. I, not what is, reaching what my is full success? potential. What yeah, is success, so I guess then? that I think is a better. I think question. it depends. I think it depends on the scenario. Success. Okay. Uh, like so, I think that the definition of failure could extend like. It's kind of broad, but it could be like a, a point that somebody has set for you or like a certain goal that you want to meet yourself. Yeah. But there's lots of different ways that you can fail, but only one way you can con- – you can ex- there are lots of different ways that you can fail, but most of the time there's only one way to succeed in Thomas like Edison. a specific goal. Mm-hmm. Well, Thomas Edison yeah. Is that a quote? said something. He, found, he said something very similar to that. I just quoted Thomas Edison. I he, didn't even know it. Right, he said. I would say paraphrase, but I just paraphrased Thomas Edison. There we go. No, there we go. Uh, Jack looks like he's pulling up a, the direct quote, but runs along the lines of him finding thousands of ways to not make a light bulb. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that he only needed to find one to make it work. But yeah, one in however many thousand he tried to come up with. Um, which is which is interesting because 
if you think about it, how much stress we put on ourselves in situations of trying to become successful. Like success is a big buzzword, mm-hmm. you know, like within. So is failure. So is failure. I would say they're both they're both pretty equal, actually. The exact quote is, I haven't failed. I've just found a 10,000 ways that won't work. And Thomas Edison is one of many people who have failed a lot more than they have succeeded. Right, as an inventor. Typically, the most in my eyes, the most successful people are those who have failed the most, you know? Because you have to fail in order to succeed. you got to learn from those mistakes. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of brings me up to my next point here. Uh, when was a time that you failed? What, exa- what, what exactly happened? Eric, you wanna, I want to hear hmm. from you here first. Um, a time that I've failed... It doesn't a big one, small one, medium one, any time, anything, any time of any type of failure. Um. Well, here's here's one. This is one that I kind of wanted to bring up, but I want you guys to kind of talk to me about it. So, I, it was actually earlier today. I had my German listening final for this like big test or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna totally ace this, get 100. percent I'm killing it in Deutsch right now. But then got a 72% off. So I was like, you know what? That, that is a failure by mm-hmm. the definition that Jack provided. You know, it's not meeting the, Your standards. the my standards. Right. That I, but it isn't an F. Which right. Is which is failure. Right. You know? So yeah. so what's kind of the, the discrepancy you, get, you think there? Well, Eric, I... And that happens a lot, uh, situations like that. Happen a lot in everyone's academic career. I think they go in... They go into something thinking that they're going to achieve a certain percentage, and when they don't get that, it's a failure. And I think in your perspective, I mean, I'm sure Eric Heisman has an A in German. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> Absolutely. bringing that down, uh, bringing that grade down, especially with a test grade, um, that's a lack of, lack of success. That is a lack of success. But so, Well, Eric, what I think is more important in what I would call successes, what did you get from that? What did yeah, you learn true. from getting that 72? True. You learned that your ability is not as great as you may have thought it was, or maybe this was this test was more difficult than you thought it had been. So, I, I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into that mm-hmm. 72%, and there's there is. more words than there are numbers to represent that. So, so. then what do you think an F is? <laughs> what? Because, so, right. so is an F... The the level to where you have to put zero effort and you get nothing out of mm-hmm. the uh, the assignment or whatever the grade. I, think I would say so. I think it's a it's a minimal effort is an F. And that or would you say no effort? Like well, I mean, no I, effort is a zero. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but not like even putting your name you, d- on you it. don't gain anything from the right. Even if you fail, you can still like we're doing today. Even if you fail, you can still get something out of it. Yeah, yeah. A failure is more useful than no action whatsoever you right know. all right well thank you for teeing us off there with that small little story there eric um jack now i want you to get into the details of uh the failure we experienced on our last attempted episode of banter what exactly happened so we hadn't recorded in a while and i think we we're there uh we were just a little rusty and so we uh kind of did the whole high score thing and put put things off that we needed to do and we did not come prepared as as we should have I don't think mm-hmm. I mean I don't want to speak on your guys's behalf but yeah. personally I, I don't think I was I, I went into that into recording 
fully prepared or, just, or to the place where I should be. I feel that. And um, as we were going, it really showed. We uh, had a good first uh, about five minutes, and then after that, when we we started to get where we would typically get into the gritty mm-hmm. part, yeah. it just wasn't. There was nothing there, well, and there's nothing to take and, off. Uh, on, yeah. And we got we got held up for we, a minute, and then we just couldn't. Yeah, we did we, not. We, have just, a totally, long we just totally we just totally lost right. the, we had the a, whole vibe that we were pushing mm-hmm. for. We had a hiccup, and then. It went to a place of no return, and we were going to just restart the whole recording. But then at that point, I think we realized that. Well, I mean, it we, wasn't. We, we weren't just upset about the lack of a recording being done. I mean, we were genuinely right. upset with one that, another. Yeah. There was there was a tension in the air. For sure. Could feel For it. sure. And we, and we, when we went, it was suggested that we go back and re record. And at that point, I think we all just decided that, that it wasn't was, it yeah. wasn't gonna work. Just, just it was it was gonna be sloppy. Mm-hmm. We, we want to provide nothing but and the best just, for our banter listeners. Yeah, the environment wasn't there. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think we could have done differently on that? Right. So. To prevent failure. Failure. Yeah. For next time. Prepared for this episode. Yeah. And if and I think we all weren't on the same page when it came to what we wanted to talk about, and yeah. I think that's something that we do well is we can communicate with each other and we know what. Mm-hmm. Each other is gonna say, and we can kind of bounce things off of each other. Yeah, and I did not get that vibe. Yeah, I think that uh, part of the reason we didn't have any way of uh, bouncing things off of one another is I think our topic of choice was just too broad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, and but we didn't communicate. Yeah, we, we kind of just were like, okay, yeah, whatever, let's go do it. We, we didn't yeah. communicate. We were like, exactly. uh, I don't. Re- and because other other times we have been successful where mm-hmm. we we don't have the the episode fully planned out because it is banter we banter mm-hmm. back and forth we right. can't have it completely we can't have out. it completely planned out so there there have been other episodes where we you know we probably could have been more prepared in certain aspects but we've mm-hmm. you know it made the show what it is but then mm-hmm. in this one we just kind of went through i think expecting and, that to happen and and i think yeah we expected that to happen but we we weren't yeah yeah to that level team performance was lacking that day team mm-hmm. squad. and i think the the week prior to and we so I, I agree. Yeah, I think we just failed to communicate with one another, which, mm-hmm. once which again, that's another thing that we tend to pride ourselves so you, on. Right. Here at banter. banter. Do you think that failure and communication are always? I think they do go hand in hand. Hand in hand. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're working with a team. If yeah. You're working with multiple moving parts. It's going to be difficult to do anything without being able to communicate to one another. Uh, I know that uh, in business, once we all go out and get jobs it's extremely important for someone to be able to talk between mm-hmm. engineers right and business people yeah communicate they have because they engineers have, just don't know how to talk they have a degree i believe it's scientific journalism or something like that yeah. and it's it's Literally writing just down writing. just information that doctors and yeah. scientists I know, find out i know someone with that job title really mm-hmm. that's insane i'd never be able to do that well and i mean if you're even if you're not i mean you're always going to be working with someone else teamwork is yeah, of utmost importance now in this day and age, and so I'm just glad that we were able to have that failure to uh, kind of move forward from. And that is that is one thing. Um, lots of times people avoid failure, especially in, in school work, definitely mm-hmm. because they because it, you know it tarnishes their image in one way or another. It makes but them feel less intelligent. Makes them look less intelligent exactly. to others. It's but I feel that there name. was. Um, we, we all went to Facebook campus last year, and I believe their quote was, um, fail fast and 
break things or something like that. Fail fast and uh, yeah, something. That I think we've got some Don Wetrick mixed in there too. Some fail fat, fail early and you fail, fail early, early and often. Fail, fail early and often. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, you know, I mean, if you're trying to save time, mm-hmm. trying to be and yeah, and, and there there is an aspect of that 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 is right because. The next possible day for recording, we are recording right. from our last episode. You know, we didn't take mm-hmm. time and just, you know, be down about the last and we, episode. Yeah, and we could have. We could have not We could have totally just today. waited. It would have been super easy mm-hmm. to just wait until after Thanksgiving and get all our stuff back together. But, you know, I th- and I think that's – I think failure is more important than success all the time because yeah. you can't be successful all the time. And schools kind of – Mm-hmm. Put down failure. Do, yeah, do they we want to shun failure? They want exactly. you to always be successful. Do we t- do we want to talk about school failure versus let's let's, let's real talk life about failure. that because I think it's a good topic for us. And that's and that's what we're most exposed to. I mm-hmm. think in failure. And I think that's what defines our definition of failure. True, largely because that's what we deal with yeah. almost every day. Yeah, uh, for me personally, I mean, uh, failing an assignment has lost a lot of its weight. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's just like you know getting old, being a senior. I think it, it's that senioritis kicking in. Oh no! It, I mean, it was happening last year yeah, too, but and the year before that. It's mm-hmm. just like I don't know. The I guess it's just my personal experiences. I've tend to give in less value to my grades and more value to what I learn in and classes. I, and I think that I think that there is value to that. We've talked about grade inflation lots of times, especially in Miss May's class, who is in here with us today wrote a final essay yeah um about grade inflation and the uh what's grade inflation grade inflation so basically over time like everyone wants to get an a you know and mm-hmm. an a is the new standard instead of a c is the is the standard yeah so then that just puts f way all the way down at the bottom like if you get an f that's just it's like if everyone went to college it wouldn't be special mm-hmm. exactly right Th- then it's not secondary learning education. It's just yeah. another step of mm-hmm. education. And so, like, I think that th- we need to readjust that and reevaluate where we're going because most people that are looking to go I- to college, a C is a failure for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, yeah. Do you guys sure. agree with that? Yeah, like, absolutely. And a C should be the average of the yeah. class by its definition of where the point is. If you are doing everything at the medium of where you're supposed to be learning then failure only happens when success is relevant it don't matter you don't mind so if if success doesn't matter if you don't care about being successful then you obviously won't care about failure like as mitch was saying Mm -hmm. he finds success in learning something rather than getting a number or multiple numbers on a sheet um so exactly if that is his so the grade isn't relevant to him so he does not interpret success in being yeah it's, the grade yeah it's the perspective of of who is the failing the beholder so yeah. in a different exactly. situation yeah. it doesn't matter so Mitch doesn't mind so is there something wrong with the way kids are being graded in schools I think so mm-hmm. because I think it's total garbage that. Failure is defined as failure is defined as below an eighty on a on a test. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah, it's, it's like not. that's the well. It's not necessarily defined by the school. Is that's for that, true? But it's turned into that. Well, if you if you think about it though, if you want to get into if you want to have a choice in where you go to college, you've gotta you've gotta be 
getting A's and B's. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be a B-C mostly student. A's. Yeah, mostly right. A's. Um, so I'd say that there's kind of, although it's not a blatant like written rule, I think that there's definitely like an underlying like, you've got to get A's and B's if you want to do this. And, and, and these and A's I, and B's aren't based on necessarily, well, they're intended to be based on what you learn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's definitely broken because I know I've learned so much. Last year, Spanish 3, I learned so much in that class, and there's so much information just on a language. I mean, I was, I was learning another language that's completely, that's insane. And I got, I, would, I was getting like C's and B's on the finals and how and did that I, and how but did you no, feel but i was getting a's on all the tests so it's definitely it's and it it's it's confusing i don't know how to feel and I, and i don't yeah. know how you fix that either how do you i don't think it that's why it hasn't been fixed cuz nobody I, knows i think everyone yeah. i think everyone tough question to answer difficult is problem what? to fix i think it's something we can all recognize that the grades don't necessarily match up with the information cuz i know in complete opposite i've not known I mean, taking book quizzes over, yeah. over chapters you were supposed to read, and I mean, I just made some educated guess, guess yeah. and I, and yeah, I got some context there. clues from uh, speaking about it with the teacher and as a class, and I ended up getting A's, 100% yeah. on these quizzes. And then, but then you forget all that information afterwards because you didn't actually retain it. Just kidding. I read all my book assignments. <laughs> every <laughs> single, every, every single teacher page, that's listening to us right now, this <laughs> May. Um, but and I and I think the whole success is relevant. Um, I believe that is true by teacher as well. Well, mm-hmm. there's not you know, there's oh. not a standard for success for in sure. every teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've I've we, I'm sure we've all had teachers who say they don't believe in hundred percent. Yes, and yeah. that that throws me for a doozy personally. Yeah, because then they're playing like, oh, I'll just give you a C because right. that's what you should be getting. But then all mm-hmm. your other teachers. Well, let's. I mean. Is there really such a thing as 100%? Can you ever yes. be 100% successful in something? Uh, if you, if I, you meet all the ex- – if there's laid out expectations mm-hmm. for an assignment and you meet all those expectations, yes. Maybe it's not should your perfect. Ex- should your expectations change with your ability level? Uh, Even if you're yes. in the same class as someone who I, is maybe less no. capable, in a, you in think a, that you should be held to the same expectations or different expectations? In a, in a, in a perfect system, which doesn't exist, obviously, but – I think that yes, each person should be evaluated individually because um, they could be making equal strides to get to a different point. You know, mm-hmm. so like they're they're it's putting in the same effort in like learning, although it may be different things. Right. Someone with a seventy IQ versus somebody with a hundred and forty. Exactly. IQ. Like you can't ask that person to to perform at a level as somebody in the higher. It all just comes down to what your expectations are. I think exactly. that is the what your perception of because that is success. Expectations is, for yourself. Failure is a lack of success, and it's all about your perception on what is success in exactly. order for you to get it. And I think that that applies whether if you're setting them for yourself or you know somebody setting them for you. Because honestly, I think success. For personal success, you're the only one that can set that. Even if somebody else like. Um, if they say, okay, you've got to get an 80 or above on this test in order to pass or if whatever to pass this. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, I know this is way out of my league, but I'm going to try and get 60 points or something like that. I mean, then if you get a 65, then you're successful in your mind, although you may not be successful to that level. 
I, I think I agree with Jack. Success is all relevant on, you know, the goals that you place and what you perceive as mm-hmm. success. So backing away from school a little bit here, um, how would you guys gauge your success just in your everyday life so far? I And where do you plan on going? What, what would be a successful life to you? Personally, I find myself, I feel like I am successful probably like 20% of the time. <laughs> and then the other 80% of the time, I feel like I'm not. But I think that's just Well, my, I would consider I that think a everyone, success. I, I would think everyone's their hardest critic. And I, and I don't think it's ever possible to be 100% successful just being a human. Humans aren't perfect and that yeah and that kind of brings back to Mitch what you were saying with the with it in grades uh, the teachers that don't believe in 100% I think right that applies to that yeah I think it's different I think in life you can't uh, be all about 100% perce- successful but in a with a goal I think that you can it's be all about the perception yeah and so what and about you Eric I mean what are, what are you thinking I think success for me <laughs> would be you know I want a decent paying job. I want to graduate college. First, I want to graduate high school. I'm on track to do that. Then I want to graduate college. Then get a job, get a family. And I just want, I, I kind of want the safety and security type mm-hmm. thing. I'm not looking for the 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 chains and the penthouse apartment type lifestyle. I kind of just want to, you know, not be struggling. Mm-hmm. And then I think that would be successful for me. Uh, for me personally, I think... I would achieve success if at the end of my life after each birthday if I thought that my life was better than it was the year before. That it, is a very right. cool thing. If I am liking my if I love my life more than I did the year before, I would consider myself successful. And I wouldn't surround it to anything that I would own or that I could have, but just as much if I could know as much as I can. All right, banter. Bouncing off of Mitch can you remember what you were doing? I'm obviously not today, a year ago, but last November ish. We'd come back from California. This is after fall. Oh yeah, break. so that gives it good. So we went to California over, over fall, fall break, break, and we came back. So I just started swimming. I'd say I'm I'm happy. I quit swimming. I would definitely say you're happier now. And I would definitely you say see. I'm happier than before. So by the definition, getting. Yeah, I'd say I'm happier, so that, that's good. I never. Really I think thought that's about a really that. good standard to live by. How about in, how about you, Eric? Jail. What were you doing? Or um, Mitch, whoever's got go it. Ahead, Eric. Last year, around this time, I was, I didn't really have a project in this class. I was kind of just bumming around, you know. Um, what? Yeah, <laughs> and that's unheard of. So <laughs> I was just, I don't know. I think, am I happier now? Yes, because. Um, everything's just grown from the spot that it has last year. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, now I'm preparing for college. Last year I was thinking, man, I've got all this time ahead of me before, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll be – and we're, we're, we're almost done with our high school careers, and I'm ready for this new, you know, step. And I think this will apply a little bit more because – or when we're older. It will apply more when we're older because mm-hmm. as of now, I'm, there's a lot of changes going on in our lives. I mean, not a lot, but oh, no. way more than there will be. Yeah. In it's incredible how much is going on. Not yeah. to mention not just with our, our personal lives, but, I mean, our world is changing more quickly than it ever has. Right. And, and this, at this point last year, I l- did not know where I was going to college. I know I'm going to college now. I'd, mm-hmm. I was swimming. I Life seemed like it was just, like, infinite and, like, just in a year it just my my perception on life is completely changed 
So it'll be interesting if in 20 years from now when we're just on this grind, we're in our careers and we know what we're doing, Mm -hmm. if we can, that'll be the challenge to see if we enjoy our life at one point. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, a year ago today, um, I I was pretty happy. I was pretty content. You know, I'd just been, uh, I'd gone to California during the summer for a couple weeks, went to Yosemite. Uh, and then I went to Italy for a couple of weeks. Traveling man. I went to Phoenix for a week, and then I was in California for a week, and I'm back in Noblesville for a couple more weeks of school, and then I've got Thanksgiving break coming up, you know? Um, and I think at that last year um, I started giving myself a lot more time to do something besides schoolwork. Um, I remember last fall I wasn't playing baseball because I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, Probably should have been, but you know, I didn't want to do it. Um, I was sleeping a lot more. I let I, I would I would go to bed at yeah. a normal hour. I wouldn't stay up for however long I would doing homework. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that I am just in a genuinely happier person. I right. I mean I still have as many questions about my future as I did then, but I feel a lot more content about these, you know, my future, and I feel fine with where it's going. And I'm happy with all the decisions I've made in the past for the most part. Um, yeah. I've really enjoyed my life, and I would consider it a success so far. So we all with agree. With the help of all you guys and everyone else in it. So thank so you. So yeah. we, we, no we all agree much. that we're successful right now. To, to like, in, in the general in deg- sense of life. To a degree. I, I think. I, I don't, wouldn't I say I my always professional. Like, there are still a lot of things that I want to get done before, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but kick you have the to, bucket. You ha- but but you, have to, you have to think. We're still in school. Mm-hmm. Most of our day is regulated, you know, to what to what we can and can't. Well, you know, with this past year, I've had a, a lot more free time with IEL. That's and true. Mm-hmm. That being able to true. drive, I've been able to do. And now that I'm nearly an adult, my parents, you know, I have a lot more freedom. So I have a lot more freedom to make my own decisions and to be successful or to fail in a lot of different things, whether it means I'm going to go and do my homework Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, and a lot boy. of a lot of these responsibilities are on us now. Hang that, out, that's true. Know? And I think going going off of what Eric said, um, I do think as hearing what we just said, I think we all think that we're successful. But at the same time, it can get dangerous to just think you're to get too comfortable. To get too comfortable, yeah. Because then, yeah, because then it's, you lose it's, it. It's always important to be able to recognize that. I feel successful, but not in all areas of my life. And exactly. to see, it's important to recognize where what you're, you're failing, not, right? Where and you're then, failing and where you're you, succeeding. Then and you got to put more effort into the the exactly. other aspect. You gotta you gotta take a step back and you know the uh, you know the um, the there's like these hand mm-hmm. hand exercises where you yeah. just squeeze it back and forth and the springs. Yeah, they're they're pretty hard to do. Well, um, there's contests and stuff to see who can hold a coin. You know, when you when you squeeze it mm-hmm. as hard as you can, you gotta keep a penny in there. And if you release any pressure, the penny will fall. then the penny will fall out. And so my grandpa would do this all the time, and he would always say like that you gotta apply constant pressure to it. And I think that that applies into this. You, if you get content with your success, then you will become unsuccessful because you're always like, you know, you know, you stop moving forward. Yeah, exactly. And that's part of what I was talking about with that. I don't believe in a hundred percent. Not necessarily that, you know, one, you can't be 100% successful, and two, that there's always room for improvement. There's always a way to make something better, to improve something about yourself or uh, a way you're working. There's, you're never really finished 
you know, refining who you are as a person or, uh, you know, anything like that, what you're going to be doing. There's always room for you to make yourself better, you know, and that is something I don't think enough people think about. I think a lot of people get content with where they're at in life and then they just kind of stop trying. Time flies by and then they, for, they you know, they miss opportunities. A, a recent quote that, or not a quote, just a saying that has really helped me and put things into perspective is yellow. It's AGB always getting better. And as long as you can always do something more and do and never be satisfied with what you have, I think that's very powerful and it yeah. can lead to success. You should also like obviously you need to take everything into proportion like yeah. You you're we are all good kids and we should all be happy but never be satisfied, I guess. Exactly. Well, another always stay hungry. Another quick point um before we yeah. get out of here. Um I don't know if I'm more afraid to fail or more afraid to succeed, you know. I know. You know what happens when you when you fail. Yeah. You have a pretty good idea what's going to happen when you fail. But you, when you, you succeed, should be in the same spot. When you succeed, you don't know what's going to happen. You know? Things and are going like, to change. If I get into Vanderbilt, you know, as I applied, I'm not really too worried about not getting in. I'm more concerned about getting if I get in because I don't know what I'm going to be doing. You're moving down there. You don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just it's a completely different direction than my life had maybe originally been planned to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so. It's change because uh, when you succeed, it's change. You're changing. That is interesting. When it's you when you succeed, something always has to change. But when you fail, not that's not necessarily the case. You'll kind of be back in the in the spot that you were. Mm-hmm. So it's a good restart. All right, failure is a good way to restart and regroup. And uh, speaking of restart, this was a restart episode. And, and this uh, was a restart. Much episode. better yep. the second time around. I'm and not gonna lie. Yep, we're back. And I think this was very good. Not just. It was a very good podcast, but I think it was good for all three of us to kind of step know, back and realize what we were doing. And I think we—I think that's a goal for turned, every episode. We turned this, yeah, we turned this failure into a success. So, success. Well, good job, guys. We'll, well see you. Thanks guys for joining us next two weeks or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be gone for a few few days there for Thanksgiving. Turkey break. We're going to prepare for another episode of banter, and we will get it out to you guys. Thanks yeah. for listening. This has been Mitch Brown. Eric Heinzman and Jack Thompson here on Banter. I will leave you with a song. I paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime.